And we're live. Welcome to the Two Guys in the Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It's Thursday, November 2nd. Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Touchdown There. And as always, I've got my co-host with me. Hit me, baby, one more time. Man, that song brings me back to middle school every time I hear it. I love it. Dude, it's Baby Got Dak. And what are you talking about middle school? I'm sure you were listening to that song this morning in the shower. <laughs> well, dude, you were right there beside me in the next room. You could have got up and like turned it off. What the heck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, had, well, I was making lunches. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the little note you always put in there. Thanks, Daddy-O. You're welcome. Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, Tyler, tell us about our sponsors we got this week. Well, hey, uh, got a shout out to DraftKings, helping pay the bills around here. Uh, keep trying that promo code WRBF. Uh, for those of you that have been trying it, uh, if you get a call from the IRS, just don't answer that. Uh, no big deal. Also, a uh, new sponsor this week, we got Charmin. Uh, the quicker picker upper that's no, that's someone else. Uh, Charmin. It's the squeeze. <laughs> it's the commercial with the bears. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll help any of those, uh, those dookie words that you, uh, that you might have right. make clean up that little spill you might have. Yeah. A little cleanup. Yeah. All right. I know we had a big baseball game last night and we have some podcasts out there. that are going to be focused on that, but we're going to be talking on what people are really interested in. We're going to be talking about WRBF. And let's start with week eight. We had a great week last week, and the matchup of the week was me versus Kevin. And uh, it was a good matchup, and it uh, came down to, like, the last last minute there Sunday evening. And uh, I pulled out the, the victory, and um, just wanted to remind everybody why I am the three-time champ and remind everyone to be the man. You got to beat the man, like the one and only Ric Flair would say. Woo! Got to love Ric Flair. Got to love Ric Flair. Absolutely. And I'm a company man, so I got to tell you, this Tuesday, November 7th at 10 p.m., get your ass in front of ESPN channel and watch the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. It is going to be the best 30 for 30 they've ever made. I cannot wait. Yeah, dude, I'm so hyped. No no joke. I've had four months now uh, a reminder in my phone to go off, so I do not forget about this. Uh, pretty pumped about it. It's going to be great. I cannot wait, man. So make sure Tuesday, November 7th, 10 p.m. ESPN. All right. Uh, so I've pulled out the victory. I beat Kevin, and we're going to talk about that little that matchup a little bit later. Uh, but now let's go into to you and Steve, man. You guys both dicked around and scored 88.4 points. And somehow, I don't know how y'all did it, but y'all still pulled out a victory. Dude, I am not even going to lie. I just – I knew I was going to have a down week. All my best players were on by. So if if TJ was going to beat me, this was his week. And, yeah. you know, it was close there right at the end. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was sweating it, man. I, I, so yeah, here's, gave, here was you, the scenario. You Go gave ahead. TJ a fighting chance. You put – you had – your, like, studs were on a bye. Gornet and Gurley uh, – Fournette and Gurley were on a bye. And we were wondering if you were going to be able to keep your head above water or was, you know, TJ's team so shitty it didn't even matter. Right, yeah, and, and of course the answer was B. His team is that bad, um, yeah. but I mean, I had a pretty good decision of the Indianapolis running back stack. Um, <laughs> yeah. Monday night game, all I needed was two point two points from Tyreek Hill. Um, uh-huh. I, I'm I'm not watching the game, but I'm like keeping up, you know, fantasy cast, trying to catch some action, you know, here or there. But um, I look and Tyreek Hill has twenty five yards on a catch. And I was like, wow, that's – or maybe on two catches. I was like, wow, that's like three, three-and-a-half points right there, you know. Well, I look, and he only has 2.1 points. So, Ooh. I need 2.2 points. 
Ten so I'm, I'm down. Yeah, now I am down by TJ, down by point one points. And I'm like, what is going on? So I got, I look, and Tyreek Hill threw an interception on some <laughs> gadget play. So, <laughs> man, if I would have lost because you my better, wide receiver threw an interception, I'd have lost my shit. You better believe I was on my hands and knees, and I was praying that Tyreek yeah, Hill I know you would have stopped right there, and right. you would have lost by a fucking Tyreek Hill interception. God. Yes, point one. Couldn't, got any, couldn't have gotten any closer. Oh, God. But he came through, and you pulled out the victory by uh, nearly, what, nearly two points. I mean, you still squeaked it out. but Almost whatever. two. Hey, it was, I was just happy to get out of there with the win. I knew it was going to be a bad week. Yeah. And then Steve, he scores 88.4 points and, and wins by almost three points over Ryan. I feel bad for Ryan. He's 1-7. He keeps making moves. He's trying. But yeah, geez, he's trying. He, he just doesn't have the luck this year, I feel like. Yeah, I know, man. Especially, dude, he drops tight end Austin Hooper. Steve picks him up, starts him against his former team, starts him against Ryan. Scores yeah. a touchdown early. You know, and that ends up being the deciding factor in the game um, in their matchup. And then just to rub it in Ryan's face, drops him the, like on <laughs> Tuesday. What did he – drops yeah, him on Tuesday. As soon as possible, yeah. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> as soon as possible. Like a pimp, Steve is just taking what he needs, putting him back <laughs> on the block. Yes, this was the revenge, the the Austin Hooper revenge game that everybody was talking about for sure. If 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 Ryan would have held on to Hooper, he probably would have won. Uh, yeah. So Hooper scores an early TD. He drops the second one, but he ends up with twelve point seven points. <laughs> oh, we're, com- we're company men. What can we? <laughs> and uh, oh, we gotta save that drop for later. Um, yeah. So. It, <laughs> Hooper ends up with 12.7 points, which was five more points than Ryan starting tight end. So he would have he would have won if he wasn't so disrespectful to Hooper like that, man. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. That is that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah. And then Tucker, oh man, Tucker with a huge rebound. He beats Dell. Uh, and, and Tucker gets to change his name back. And uh we'll, he'll actually he's gonna spoiler alert, he's gonna call in a little bit later. And uh, explain the new name. Um, he goes. Tucker goes from being nearly the lowest scoring team in week seven to the highest scoring team in week eight. And yeah, I mean, these he, are he made some he made some huge trades. He's uh, he's yeah. reshuffled the entire organization around. That's right. He goes uh, chip games like like he's on f- fantasy fixer upper and totally flips his team, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he makes three huge trades in just four days. Um, it's pretty impressive, you know. Got to take your hat off to a manager who's who's making some bold moves like that, and it ends up paying off for him. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a bold move. That's a big big step there. I mean, I think he has what like maybe three people left on his team that he actually drafted. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he can build a team, man. He just can't draft very good. So yeah, that's all right. And we'll we'll see if his uh. If his, you know, shitty ways of managing a team will continue. Uh, he's had the, the history of, of picking the wrong quarterback. Um, so we'll see if he's able to actually plug in the players he needs to to put up those those numbers uh, continuously. And then the Bill Walsh division. Golly. Uh, this is, we sound like a broken record, man. They, they just continue to suck week in and week out. Man, these guys are real. I mean, people are starting to talk about these guys. This whole division <laughs> yeah. is just bad. Yeah. Our, so, 
just to to put some some uh, you know perspective on this, the fourth place team in the Brett Favre division has scored more points than the first place team in the Bill Walsh division. The, wow. I mean, the whole entire division is bad. Steve, Tucker, Chris, DJ Qualls, all of them <laughs> are just bad. Steve, oh, yeah. Steve's basic out of that division. Steve is the tallest midget. Is what is what's going on there? <laughs> I tried to help with that DJ. It's not DJ. It's it's TJ, man. This is the new guy. TJ. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, DJ, TJ. I think DJ Qualls <laughs> was the new guy. I thought we. Had oh, new, I thought we yes. had a new person in the league. My bad. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. All right. Well, that was week eight. Uh, let's look at some trades that were made. There was one trade that was made. Uh, it's actually one of Tucker's trades, and we didn't get a chance to talk to him last week's pod. Talk about in last week's podcast. Uh, Chris gives Tucker uh, White, um, James White, and Deshaun Jackson, and uh, Tucker gives up Jameis Winston. And who else does he give up, Tyler? Uh, he got. Duke Johnson, yeah. Hey, Chris ended up getting Duke Johnson, uh, Cleveland's number one everything on their team, um, <laughs> which is not a whole lot. So I think Chris probably got a little offended when I named his team Lost My Johnson. So he went and picked up Duke Johnson Jr. Now he's got him a Johnson. Uh, it is a junior, though. I mean, of course, <laughs> it's, it's how we used to – that was his pickup line in his earlier days. Hey, I got a Johnson that's a junior. <laughs> Um, oh, it's, it's, not, it's not much of a Johnson, but it's a junior, you know. So it, it still counts. It still, it still counts. counts. Yeah, he's, right. he's got two kids, so he must have done something right back in the day. That's right. Hey, it's not the size of the pencil; it's how you write your name. <laughs> oh, that's what Lauren tells me. Yeah. All right, so we got the, the trade deadline is coming up. Uh, it's Wednesday, November fifteenth at twelve p.m. Eastern time. Tucker, I know he's like, oh, is it Mountain Time, Pacific Time? <laughs> uh, I think we cut the clocks back between now and then, so just clarify that. <laughs> Right, and uh, so make sure if there's any kind of trades you want to make, make sure you make it before then. And uh, there were some, there were actually more reality trades than WRBF trades this week. Kelvin Benjamin goes to the Bills. Um, let's let's talk about that a little bit. TJ right now has Kelvin Benjamin, and he's gonna, actually going to start him, even though he's on the Bills. Uh, he's going to start him over Devonte Adams, Jeremy Macklin, and Helen Hearns. Tyler, give me your initial thoughts on TJ's move there. Well, the Bills. You know, when the Bills traded away Sammy Watkins, they were they've been looking for that number one guy, you know, all season long. And Tyrod's gotta have somebody to throw to. They need something to complement their running game, try to take some of the pressure off of LaShawn McCoy McCoy. And um I think Kelvin Benjamin's gonna bring a little bit of flavor, a little flair to that offense. You know, I just don't know how much time Tyrod Taylor's gonna have in the pocket there to to get the ball to him, which is, you know, Tyrod's kind of a mobile quarterback anyway. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, I think, you know, as far as TJ's team, that's, you got to start who you got to. So we'll see. I hope (laughs) I'm not playing him this week. So he probably could have used that last week. There's so many targets in Carolina. You know, you got Funchess, you got McCaffrey in the backfield that's catching all kinds of balls five yards downfield and, um, Curtis Samuel, there's just a lot of options in Carolina. So Kelvin Benjamin, he is going to be the man in in Buffalo. We'll see how mm-hmm. – I think he'll do well there. Yeah, TJ, you, you got to run with your brung, man. And uh, I, I think, you know, speaking of McCaffrey, I think this is really going to 
this is really going to boost McCaffrey's uh, stock. I think he's going to – he's like you said, he's catching all kinds of balls. I think he's going to go – his value is going to go up even more. And we're going to actually talk about that a little bit later in the show. Another big trade, Jay Ajayi goes from the Dolphins to the Eagles. Um, and you got to think that his stock goes up for 10. Um, you know, that that Philly O-line is much better than Miami. You know, I watched the game – was the last Thursday night when the Dolphins got blew out by the Ravens, and Jay Ajayi just could not get anything going. So – I feel like even though there is some competition there for touches, I, I still think he's gonna he's gonna have the quality. He might not he might not have the quantity of stat uh, of snaps, but he's gonna have good quality there. Uh, well, see, I don't know. See, I kind of disagree. I think he'll have the quantity. I think he'll get. I think he'll get the touches. I think Blunt is gonna steal some goal line, uh, some goal line work from Ajayi. So there were. They didn't have that bruiser in Miami to really uh, steal those from Ajayi, who hasn't scored a whole lot this year anyway. But um, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I think he's going to be in a tougher situation than he was in. And I think Miami sees a lot in uh, Damian Anderson. Is that, is that what it is? Damian sure. Anderson. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, I think they see, they see more in him than Kenyon Drake. But, um, you know, Logan – is <laughs> dropping, dropping all kind of money in the waiver wire, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Picking up uh, Kenyon Drake, but That's we'll right. see. How, I, I, I think Ajayi to the Eagles is going to work out good for both teams. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm definitely rooting for you, Tim. I think uh, it might be a homer pick, but I feel good about it. I think Ajayi is going to start putting up better numbers. We'll see, man. We'll see. We can just agree to disagree on that. But hey, let's agree to agree on the next part of our show. We got the WRBF stat of the week. Oh, yeah. Top of that WRBF, stat of the week, stat of the week. Yeah, stat of the week. And uh, Tim, Tim, yeah, Tim getting a lot of a lot of play on this week's podcast. Tim had a pretty cool stat of the week from last week. Tyler, tell us a little bit about Tim's performance. Yeah, this week's stat of the week, uh, the number we're looking at is 83.2. That is the bench points for Tim's team. Tim's team has turned it on since getting called out a few podcasts ago. Um, even the bench is flexing some muscle. Yes. So their bench would have beat – Tim's bench would have beat Logan this week <laughs> um, and would have given teams like me and TJ and Steve, I mean, a run for our money, you know, with 83.2 points. That's, that's impressive on the bench. That is. And I'm telling you, when we get into the tournament time, these bench players are really going to come come on strong, and it's important to have depth, Tyler. You're going to have to have depth. Yeah, I do not like, have depth. It looks like it looks like Tim has some pretty solid depth going into the tournament. So yeah, well he's, done. He's, he's going to be tough to deal with come playoff time. That's right. Well done, Tim. Uh, let's look at some of the injuries from last week. Man, oh gosh, we got to start with this gruesome injury that Zach Miller had. Um, and I'm sure everybody probably already knows, but he uh, had a pretty bad leg injury. And um, they almost—they're talking about having to amputate his leg, uh, and, and you know you hate to see somebody go down with a with a football injury, but then you know you really really hate to see it when it's you know a, a career-ending and possibly you know you know life-changing injury that happens. Yeah, and so, it was just—it was hard to watch. That—that's one of those I had to turn my leg on, I'm not, turn my head on that. I just. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't watch. Oh, too, I couldn't watch. Too, too soon, man. Too soon. Yeah, sorry. Man. And to add insult to injury, they took away the damn touchdown that the he got hurt on. Man, they took it away from him. Give the man his touchdown. Damn. I mean, he might not ever play again. 
<laughs> that's, that's bad. They should go back so, and just retroactively give that to him. Yeah, so I hate it for Logan. He uh he didn't get any points from his tight end last week. And that probably, you know, that goes into account for those 73.8 points that Logan scored, which was the, the lowest score in uh, total from, from last week. But um, he's going to start Bennett from Green Bay. So hopefully he'll be able to get some some scoring out of his tight end this week. Uh, Kevin, Kevin has an injury. Chris Hogan had a shoulder injury in the game again, uh, for New England. Um, looks like he'll miss a couple weeks, but he won't have to have surgery. And that bye, New England's on a bye this week, so that comes at perfect time for, for Chris Hogan to heal up a little bit there. But um, I think he'll be all right. He'll come back. And, oh, man, Thursday night, Joe Flacco. Tyler, did you see the Joe Flacco injury? Ooh, did I? Man, it was, it was pretty serious. I, I don't know. <laughs> Joe Flacco immediately wanted out of that game. He wanted no part of that. <laughs> Check, please. please. <laughs> it was, uh, I've already played, Coach. Someone else is <laughs> oh he, he was ready to sh- get a shower and chill at the house. Yes. As soon as he came he back. Was. As soon as he came back, he wanted to get out. As soon That's as he right. came back, man. Um, I think he's going to be okay, though. You you hate to make light of a a concussion, but I I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, I know. It's always a serious situation. So, hope the best for Joe Flacco and Flacco, Flacco. Flacco. Well, nobody has him, so it doesn't really – it's not really that relevant in WR. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) But something that is relevant is the Dookie Award. Oh, yeah. That's right. About that time. Love giving out that fresh, hot, steamy Dookie Award. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. All right. So I think it's pretty much a no-brainer, the Dookie Award for this week. Uh, Tyler, who do you think should get the Dookie Award from week eight? This week, it is a slam dunk. It is a a royal flush. It is no doubt about it. The Dookie Award goes to Kevin. Well done, sir. Give him a a round of applause. Thank you very much. Yeah, Kevin, you earned it, sir. You did not start a kicker. on, on your team at all. Woo. And um, in a move that looks like uh, a complete amateur of playing someone on a bye week or, or not even filling the position at all, you, sir, missed out on two kickers that were available that would have won you the game. Yes. Uh, Matt Prater or Mike Nugent could have picked those up, did not. Um, you know, when I saw it, I was like, man, this is this an honest mistake or is this like some badass intimidation? <laughs> he's trying to show the rest of the league like, hey, I can beat people without even a full without even rostering a full team. Yeah. Fuck nine players. I'll beat your ass with eight players. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like he was going to pull his cock out of your mouth and just slap the rest of the league. <laughs> and uh, he ended up. It came back in to, to bite him. So Yeah. I'm sure he has a really good excuse, though. He hasn't texted me about it yet, but I was fully expecting some kind of damn complaint about him not being able to add a kicker like Monday. But we've got to look at the rules. Know the rules, everybody. You can only add free agents from Wednesday to Sunday. You cannot add Monday or Tuesday. So let this be a lesson learned, uh, especially for people like TJ who are new to the league. When you're adding free agents, you can only add them Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All right? So get ready. you got to get your ass ready for the weekend. That's That'll right. be a, a lesson learned. All right, let's move on to week nine. Man, I cannot believe it's week nine already. This season is just flying by. Flying by. Woo. Yeah. 
we had some uh, another big waiver wire Wednesday. Um, so Tyler, what was your uh, your first impressions from the waiver wire additions from uh, from yesterday? Well, so the first thing I do when I check the waiver uh, free auction report, you know, the waiver wire, who picks up what, which is if you're looking, it's on the on our league homepage. You can scroll all the way down and click the free agent auction report. So the first thing I like to do when I check it on Thursdays at 11.01 is uh, <laughs> to, to go and see from top to bottom, you know, who's the highest paid. And I was like, wow, Kenyon Drake, 35 bucks. A lot of people must have wanted that dude. Uh, except they didn't. Nobody did. Um, <laughs> so I've been there, you know, with OJ Howard. Um, Steve's been there with Darren McFadden. Um, you'll be there with Willie Sneed when you drop him and pick him up again for the thirty-seventh <laughs> time this year. Um, man, Willie Sneed is like that abusive boyfriend. I just cannot quit him, man. I keep going back to Willie Sneed. <laughs> you have picked him up. You've pro have you spent like seventy-three dollars picking him up and dropping him all year? <laughs> he's he's gonna. He He's gonna be worth it. I promise. I just he'll just, he'll stop. He's gonna change. I promise. That's right. Yeah, that, yeah, you and his mom, man. Y'all are just y'all won't give up on that kid. <laughs> um, Logan dropping thirty five dollars on Kenyon Drake. I know that feeling, man. Yeah, could be in your bank still. You could have got him for nothing. Um, and then you then you followed that up with a Curtis Samuel ten dollar bid that nobody want, wants that bum either. But you know that's all good, man. That's what gets your team renamed a couple times a year. Um, oh, those kind of those kind of moves. Um, the big question, though, from the waiver wire is who will Chris bid on on Saturday? Uh, who will he drop money on that everyone else has passed on for three days? That's the big question. <laughs> always, always look forward to that on Saturday. Cartoons <laughs> and seeing who Chris picks up uh, and spends money on that everybody else has passed on for three days. Dude, this that's the thing, Chris. <laughs> and I, I keep bringing up old stuff, but he went undefeated last year, and he didn't add anybody, man. He never added anybody from the waiver wire. And the thing is, every Saturday, you can better you better believe that we're going to be watching Looney Tunes, and Chris is going to be adding players from his for his fans football team. Yes, yeah, so that he could for he he could have gotten for free Thursday and Friday, but <laughs> oh no. He's going to pay some money for that dude on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of paying money for, for, for people, uh, Nick spent $6 on Josh Gordon, who just got reinstated into the league. That's right. That's right. And a couple other people in the, in the league bid on him as well, you know, didn't put any money on him, but um, yeah, six bucks. We'll see that could, that could come back to pay dividends for, for Nick, um, come playoff time, you know, when when Josh Gordon will finally get some playing time. Yeah, we'll see, man. I know Dale added Josh Gordon earlier in the year and uh, kind of let him go and um, prematurely. So maybe we'll see. I don't think he's going to be the 2012 Josh Gordon um, that helped me win that championship a few years ago. But uh, maybe. I don't know if he'll even start on uh, Nick's team. We'll, we'll see. Um, he plays for the Browns. Uh, gosh, those guys are just bad. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, last week we had Steve. We haven't talked about Steve a lot. And it might be because he's our boss and we don't want to get fired. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and talk shit about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Steve. Oh, man. I think I smell some beef. I think there's some beef stew brewing on the stove right now. I think there's some beef coming up between you and Steve. He called you out on the message board. 
He's throwing some shade on your O.J. Howard pickup, and then he dishes your trade for, of getting Frank Gore. You gave up Alex Smith, and you get Frank Gore. Um, so tell me a little bit about that, man. Is there is there some drama there between you two? Well, see, I, I think you're reading into it a little bit. I don't. I didn't really pick up the the smack talking, but um, you know, yeah, he did call me out. I so that that week I traded Alex Smith. I had probably sent every team in the league an offer. I was just trying to shop around, see what I could get for him, and you know, Steve bit with Frank Gore, who's turned out to be pretty productive for me. Yeah, you stacked Alex, him last week. Alex Smith has got a tough uh, schedule coming down the road, and he's going to be – everyone's going to be gunning for KC. So I, I think his production is going to drop off, and he's going to wish he had Tom Brady back. But, you know, I – We're actually going to talk about Alex Smith a little bit later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about him. And then he, he calls me out on O.J. Howard, even though he spent more for Darren McFadden, who's uh, produced zero – so far this year, you know, not much, but he might be coming up with Zeke getting. Yeah. Uh, that might be a good pickup for him. We'll talk um, about him more later too. We'll talk about him a little more later as well. So, you know, Steve can bring it. Hey, bring it on, bring it on. I'm just going to put the spank. <laughs> I'm going to put the spank on him this week, just like I've done most other teams this year. Oh, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it, man. Don't spoil it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope. I hope there's some some action on the message board between you two. Uh, and I, Steve is active, man. You you check, and he'll he's updating his lineup. Uh, you know, eleven fifteen after after he picks up kickers. So uh, I appreciate Steve being active. So I hope to see you guys uh, throwing some stuff out there on the message board. All right. We uh, we actually have an emailer emailer into the show. Uh, TJ and uh, shout out to TJ for sending the email. And again, it's where we out? Who is that? Who is TJ? Uh, the new guy. TJ. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. What we were with DJ. DJ Qualls. DJ. DJ Qualls. Gotcha. Yeah, I about forgot. What's his name? <laughs> What's his team name going? Oh, the uh, new. This is the new guy. Right, yeah. Yes. Found him. Yes. Found yes. Him. Just avoid any confusion. That's TJ, the new guy. Gotcha. He uh, he emails the show, and again, it's where reality becomes fantasy at Gmail. If you're interested in email, uh, well, I'm gonna let Tyler read this email. Uh, two reasons. First is because I can't pronounce half of the words in this email. And secondly, because you just sound silky smooth when you read it. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, dear two guys laying shirtless in a bed. Um, first of all, that's not our name. Uh, <laughs> your analysis of my trade offers, trade offers last week proved your vast knowledge of fantasy football is legitimate and that you are inordinately qualified to provide accurate analysis and subpar jokes to your listeners. I received a trade offer this week, among many other harebrained offers, from an undisclosed owner in the WRBF League. All right, I like how you're trying to keep them anonymous. Could you <laughs> He goes on to say, could you further analyze this trade <laughs> offer and provide your thoughts on the action that should be taken? I have provided the proposed trade below. Oh, well, then that releases the anonymity there. I well, have no idea who. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no way to look up who could possibly have offered this. Um, TJ would have given wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin, and then he would have received Jalen Richard and Devontae Parker. He goes on to say, as always, I look forward to your upcoming podcast where you lambast the owners, particularly <laughs> myself, in the WRBF League. Touchdown there's jingle for stat of the week, as well as Baby Got Dak's Honduras joke really gets my football juices flowing. Um, newsflash, TJ, it's Senegal. Anyways, <laughs> keep up the good work, guys. The Rookie. Signed, The Rookie. 
Sign yeah, up. man. There's a couple words. Lambasty. And then inordinately. Yeah, that's right. Lamb basting. That's not where you like squirt juices on a rack of lamb at dinner time. That's a different word. Dude, he's already throwing around, throwing around his superintendent weight. Yeah, you know man. what I mean with these, with these big ass words. Ooh, Mr. Big Words, I'm gonna be in charge. <laughs> of, I'm gonna be in charge of stuff one day. <laughs> oh, well, so uh, let's go back and analyze his trade since that's what he wants us to do. Um, he's gonna give up Kelvin Benjamin and receive Jalen Richard and Devontae Parker. Yeah, um, what do you th- what do you think about that? Let's get your insight on that trade. What do you think? So I think Devontae Parker's hurt, right? So (laughs) he's not going to help that much. And uh, I think my boy Beast Mode's coming back this week. So Jalen Richard isn't going to get much burn. Um, So giving up Kelvin Benjamin, I I feel like you're not really getting much return on that, Um, especially since, like you said earlier, he's going to the offense where he'll be one of the main focal points and won't have that many players to compete with as far as getting getting catches. So – if I were Tej, I don't know if I would go with it. Um, you know, I guess it really depends on if he's needing a running back that bad. Um, but Jalen Richard isn't much of a running back, so I think I would decline it if I were you. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. So I hope that helps, TJ. And uh, yeah, thanks again for emailing, and I, I really do appreciate it. Not only do we have an emailer into the show this week, we also have a caller into the show. All right, Tyler, you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, here we go. Caller, are you there? Hey, yo, it's your boy. Yeah, the one that you guys gave that Duke Award to. Tim? Hey, get the fuck out of there. Ah, that's not Tim. All over you guys, overreaction theater bullshit. Look, man. We got good managers in here. They're just making trades, making shit happen. Get off your damn high horse. And let's fucking go. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, that was uh, last week's Dookie Award winner, Tucker, uh, calling into the show, and he's explaining the the origin of his new name. Get the fuck out of here. So, F-O-H, get the fuck out of here. I guess that's directed at us, Tyler. I guess so. I I think he was drunk when he called. (laughs) Yeah, drunk when he named his name and when he just called. That's right, yeah. You know, hey, he won, whatever. He's made some trades. Good for him. He's in a shitty division. He'll probably limp into the playoffs and lose in the first round. No big deal. See, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. He'll he'll come back in that division, and, you know, the last three weeks of the season, we play your division opponent. So he's probably going to get three wins there and, like you said, limp into the tournament and probably get knocked out first round. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's gonna, uh, you know, he's project. You know, you can see the projected playoff brackets if you go to uh, on the league. If you go to your standings and a projected playoff bracket, somehow uh, Steve is ahead of Dale. Um, I don't know. It's, I know it's the winner of each division is top three seeds, but um, when you have a division as weak as that. Uh, you just hate to see some some really good teams miss out on the playoffs. So so as of right now, as of right now, the first team out of the playoffs is Logan. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. the, the just, playoffs are pretty much dominated by my division. 
I disappoint my father. Uh, Nick, Nick Reed, uh, we haven't we haven't talked about that, but Nick uh, put 50 on Logan and changed his name to I disappoint my father. I tried to ease the blow for Logan a little bit earlier this week, and I just changed his name to I disappoint my cousin. So maybe that wouldn't hit home quite as hard. They wouldn't have to have those awkward dinner conversations, you know. But uh, Nick with, got pretty, with Thanksgiving coming up, right, right. But Nick got pretty upset about it, so I went ahead and changed it to what Nick wanted: make Nick happy. I disappoint my father. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know what? The eighth, the the first, the last team getting in right now. Surprise, surprise! Is Tucker get the fuck out of here? Based on those projected playoff uh, brackets there. So we'll see, man. Still, we got a few weeks to go. A lot could change between now and then. Um, so let's look ahead to week nine. Uh, the mat- I think the WRBF matchup of the week has got to be, especially with all this shit talking that's been going on lately, all this beef that's been stewing. Uh, it's got to be you versus Steve, man. It's going to be a good game. It's, uh, it's got everything you want uh, in, a, in a matchup of the week. At least one good team. Um, really, really good players. Um, you know, a, a Ric Flair, a, a Ric Flair reference. Um, yep. some, some Monday night intrigue, you know, that's what you yes. want in a matchup of the week. So yes. it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We got some, some, a lot of backstories. You got Darren McFadden coming in for, for the suspended, uh, Zeke. So you got that, you have, uh, you know, just a lot of different angles on this matchup should be interesting. That's right. And he also has Christian McCaffrey, who I think is going to – man, he's really going to turn it on, especially with Kelvin Benjamin gone. I, th- I think Steve's running backs just got really good in this past week with those two moves. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, he did. and But he's I got some studs myself. Leonard Fournette coming – here's another story. Leonard Fournette coming off an injury. You know, they kept him out week seven with a bye last week. Um, how strong is that ankle going to be? It's a lot to look at here. We'll see. And I, I don't know, man. I think Leonard Fournette, he might be too touchdown dependent. I don't know. I think he might be – you have him on too high of a pedestal. We'll, I think he's going to come crashing down, man. Uh, I think you're you're probably wrong. I look forward to your stupid trade offers. Dude has <laughs> dropped crazy numbers. 100 yards, 181, 130. Yeah, that sounds pretty touchdown dependent. <laughs> All right, you might have called me out on that. You called my bluff. Yeah. Uh, but, but Steve does have the GOAT. The GOAT is on a bye. So he'll he's going to start Alex Smith, the guy you traded him. Oh, and he, I think Alex Smith is going to show you why you shouldn't have given him away, man. I'm so glad it, it lands on this bye, and Alex Smith is going to be the reason why you lose, Tyler. Yeah, I, <laughs> if that is the case, then I deserve to lose. I, you know, Alex Smith, they're going to be playing at Dallas. It's going to get it's going to get rowdy there. You got everybody on that team is going to be playing <laughs> yeah, with the chip. It always gets rowdy in Dallas. Yeah, everybody, sure. everybody, everybody there is going to have a chip on their shoulder because Zeke's out. He's going to have those boys. He's going to give them a pregame speech that is going to light their nut hairs on fire, and they're going to come out <laughs> and just give it to Kansas City. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait. But like you said, it's going to come down to Monday night because uh, you have Monday night football. we got Detroit versus Green Bay. you got Marvin Jones going, and Steve has the Lions D. So it's going to be pretty interesting, man. I cannot wait. And then tonight, Thursday night, we got Buffalo against the New York Jets. Tucker actually has three players going tonight. And uh, we're going to find out if Shady, LaShawn McCoy, will Shady burn the person who named his dog after him? (laughs) Those of you who may not know, my dog is named Shady because of LaShawn McCoy. And Tucker is starting him. It just just got him on his team from, uh, from Steve. 
is is Shady going to burn me? I don't know. We'll see. Man. Yeah, man, I really hate Thursday night games involving the Jets. Um, <laughs> it's a really, I I love to see that Tucker has two Jets starting this week on a Thursday night. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be a fantasy bonanza for sure. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we have get your popcorn this, ready. This is the second week of having six teams on a bye. Uh, Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota, New England, Pittsburgh, the L.A. Chargers, all on a bye. And I have got five starters on five starters on a bye this week. So you're welcome, Tucker. You're yeah, welcome. You have, some, you have some studs on a bye. Adam Thielen, Lev Bell, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough for me, but I'm, I'm trying to make some moves, and I'm starting my boy Corey Davis, the breakout player, second-half breakout player. I'm starting him, man. We'll, I, th I think he's going to actually show up. I, I, I think he's going to get some targets. I'm predicting at least 10 points for Corey Davis. Mm. But, yeah, hot Ooh. take, hot take. Hot take, yikes. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's going to that's gonna be the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks, TJ, for sending the email. Uh, I guess thanks, Tucker, for calling in. And remember, you can uh, send us a tweet at WRBFantasy. Uh, give us an email, where reality becomes fantasy at Gmail. Or just give me a call and leave me a voicemail. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to the podcast where reality becomes. Yeah.